Yeah, it is. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Um Actually Comics. My name is Tristan, and I'm joined today, as always, by Bob, who's right there. You can see him if you are watching this on camera. And <laughs> uh, and if you're listening to this, you're you're missing out on all the... Actually, you're missing out on seeing the covers of the comics. That's the only thing that's important. It's just our dumbasses wearing fucking headphones. Who, that's true. Who gives a crap? About that, that said, yeah, there might be certain things that you might be doing, like uh, data entry at work, or possibly walking around on your mail route. Ooh, uh, you know. That's shout out to my friend John. <laughs> nice <laughs> man. There are so many days. There are so I, many postmen that listen to us. I can't tell you how, like, the number of times I've been like, you know, I could just like work at UPS and have somebody else do my job here. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it. It seems like it would be kind of a fun gig. I don't know. No, I don't know. I ordered uh, some put together like Ikea type furniture for uh, some people this week. And the guy who had to bring it up to the fourth floor and it's like, we have an elevator. So it's not like it was like that much. He was like not happy. So I have oh. a feeling that like it wasn't even that heavy of a thing. Like it can't and he chose be. Chose to not use his dolly, right? Like but then he he's just, a moron. Well, I don't. I think he's a nice guy. But okay, uh, then he's a nice guy. He's who, not the. He's, he's a not nice the guy. nicest guy I ever met. He's but a nice guy who made a I'm terrible just, error. I'm in just judgment. saying. I don't know how fun the gig is. I think you should work for the post office That's over fair. UPS because the one thing I do know about UPS is that they put a GPS tracker on you, and if you're stationary for any amount of time, you get like in trouble. <clears throat> And I don't know that the post office does that, so that would be Fair. the post office versus UPS for me is, from an outsider's perspective. If anyone has any feedback on this, please let us know. I we do can also consult that comic book, Pete the P.O.'d Postal Worker. Fair. Remember that one? Or, or uh, <laughs> Reed Fleming, the, <laughs> the world's, world's toughest. World's he's a milkman, though, not milk a mailman. Uh, I mean, milk there man, are no milkmen, so I assume it's just a, a metaphor for being <laughs> world's toughest mailman. <laughs> Uh, anyway, yeah. we're going to talk about comic books. and um, Also, I apologize for cutting you off. What? I don't... I Jesus. Did. I did. I, I, I did. That's impressive because I'm usually the one that cuts people off. So you you got a word in edgewise. Congratulations. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, what? there was something I wanted to say this week for some reason. I don't something even, about the documentary that was filmed in your store yesterday? I don't even know if I can talk about the documentary oh, that was filmed because there may, be, there may be secret parts of that. Secret but, parts. Um, but that's cool. Anyway, how, did the, how did the Blood Diner go? Blood Diner was phenomenal. Nice. And thank you to everyone who went out. It was awesome. That I wanted to go, but I was show. very tired. Uh, dude, I understand. I would have been like, wow, that's fun. I can't wait to go. You know what? I'm staying home. So <laughs> the fact that we had, that we nearly filled a 200 seat theater nice. blows my goddamn Oh, that's mind. awesome. Great. Like that theater did not look empty and there were 200 seats in there. So I was like, fuck yeah, we won. Nice. You know, that's absolutely amazing. And the fact that the Nick thought it was a, an amazing turnout too. That's cool. And I don't know if I'm supposed to say these kinds of things, but I definitely snuck into the Taylor Swift movie while we were there. And there were two people in the Taylor Swift. So we beat Taylor Swift by like, I think we were like 50 times as many people as Taylor Swift. <laughs> Damn. Now you just got to sell more records. I mean, I assume that comes next. Yeah. I, definitely <laughs> it follows yes uh taylor swift in it follows <laughs> um 
Let's talk about comic books. Let's yeah. talk about Abbott 1979. I am into this new Abbott. I love the artist. The, the original and, was amazing too. Yeah, it was. It's I've been into it from the beginning. Um, but uh, this particular new series is enjoyable and yeah. worth checking out. Uh, I guess I didn't know that was Saladin Ahmed, or I guess I just didn't know Saladin Ahmed at the time that it started. Yeah, maybe you didn't have the same context. I didn't have context for for him. <laughs> Excuse me. Interesting, because that is. Uh, now that makes sense that yeah. it's sometimes you just like forget details too though Ooh, oh constantly <laughs> i mean like, I, I do like to the point where i'm mildly concerned <laughs> i know right i was actually talking to my friend about that uh just like just a few minutes ago i was like hey you know there was a period of time like two months ago where i like i couldn't remember your name and i was like talking to my friend like oh yeah yeah just like and i'm like is this a sign of something bad to come or is it just just name, a thing that name happens. blindness. I mean, I, like, I know that I, like, somebody, like, I could probably forget your name at some point. Yeah. It would happen. It could happen. Yep. My brain is like that. And I've, I don't mean, I've, like, I could get Alzheimer's. I mean, like, right now, at this moment, it could just vanish. Yeah, totally. Same. Same. Ugh. It makes me feel better that you have the same I mean, issue. But I'm also very old, so. But we're very genetically different, so. That's true. You know. You're Irish in one way, and I'm Irish in a different way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually not Irish. How are. <laughs> I'm not. Okay. So I'm Scottish. I'm, so I have black hair <laughs> and I'm Irish as fuck. I thought you were going to say you were German because I am. I well, it's, the thing is, is that my this sounds is very, like no one wants to hear this. I, I uh, my great grandfather was adopted, so I have a German name, but oh, I am okay. not particularly German. Ah, I am mostly Scottish and Swedish. Oh, that makes sense. That explains why we can't ever get a white balance on you. Because <laughs> I'm the prism. <laughs> I'm a human prism. Uh, okay. All-Star Comics, number three. I love the it. The first Justice Society of America. And the first team-up comic book in American comics. It's it's great. I was looking through this, and I was just like, I totally get why people thought this was a big deal. It's oh so cool. Oh, my God. Absolutely. And especially like a lot of these comics, like these facsimiles, and it's like... Oh, Speed Saunders, great. Oh, like, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, even Slam Bradley, which is like kind of <laughs> like now seems kind of cool. It's still, it's just like, uh, some of these features are like so lame, but this one is just like front to back, like Dr. Midnight, Spectre, Dr. Fate, like all by the artists who draw them in their, their actual, so like, and, and some of them, like, for instance, Dr. Fate, for example, uh, has a really good artist, um, Bernard Bailey, I believe, um, I don't know. It's cool. Like I totally, I totally get why that was a big deal uh, when yeah, it came out. Um, absolutely. And and why it's like why it changed the um, game. Yeah. Totally. 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 Uh, it is. It is really phenomenal. I yeah. like. I had no personal interest in seeing it, and then when I grabbed it, I was like, "This is yeah. This it's is cool. Amazing. It's this is an amazing cool. comic. Yeah. And it's also it's it's that era where being weird was just par for the course yeah totally and this is just like i mean this is almost on a uh stardust the super wizard oh, level sure. of weirdness yeah definitely like where it's just especially like, some of the features like dr fate like yeah. there's like that one issue of wanted that has a dr fate reprint where he fights the fish men of Nyarl <laughs> Almon, and it's like just so lovecraftian yeah, and yeah. so weird and it's like these ambulatory like Absolutely. men with like weird giant fish heads and like 
that kind of shit. It's just like baked in. That. It's fucking great. Um, here is probably maybe my favorite comic of the week. Is, is this Army of Darkness? No, no, this is Amazing Spider-Man. Oh, yeah, it was good. Holy was really crap. Who is the artist? Isn't it Ed McGinnis? Well, some of it is, but the stuff that's like the insane Spider-Verse cartoony, like, like almost spirit-esque, like parts of it it looks like it reminds me of the spirit emilio liso is that who's doing that like that the is the beautiful interstitials oh yeah oh yes. my god i mean like it just cool whoever this person is like i think i might have a new favorite artist period and yeah. also the fact that it's all rec rap <laughs> i like, like rec rap i love rec rap i love his weird little feet i like or giant feet like I just love everything about him. He's funny. He's silly. Uh, he has a great uh, a great catchphrase. It's wangin' time. <laughs> it's a wangin' time. <laughs> Which, you know, it's wangin' time. Yeah, I actually didn't even notice that flipping oh, through this the first dude, time. It's just it's, a few pages, but it's really cool. It's I like phenomenal. that. And also, Good just job. like the rest of it is great too. It's just it's funny. This is it reminds me of like when the X Files would do their funny issue. This is rec rap yeah. telling stories. Emilio Liso. Good oh, job. Good, good job, job, Emilio Liso. Fucking wow. Twenty thumbs up. <laughs> rec rap story time <laughs> adventure starring me in a title I call in a tale I call The Mystery of That Time I Got in a Fight with Kraken the Hunter a few weeks ago and something weird happened. <laughs> It's just perfect. This is perfect. Well played. Well played, everyone involved. Also, that variant cover by Carrie Andrews is totally great as well. Oh, nice. I like that one. That's not the one that you showed. Oh, perfect. Good deal. Should have showed it. I should have. I'm so sorry. No, it's my fault. I picked the comics. I have failed. Uh, Army of Darkness. Forever and ever and never depart. Significantly better than I would have expected. I didn't look at the first issue of this. Yeah, I tend to ignore the Army of Darkness books because they've kind of been crappy, honestly. This one looks pretty good. Uh, and they were good for it. There was a good chunk of time when they were fun, and then they just kind of started phoning it in, and I was like, eh, I'm, I'm not really into this anymore. I just, I think that Dynamite is like yeah. in a cultural renaissance period. I think they are too. I think they're doing really good work. Is it Dynamite? I hope it's Dynamite. It is Dynamite. Yeah, yeah. okay, cool. Uh, this is a little a little character I like to call the Batman. And sure, you know what? I think it's pretty good. Yeah, no, it's good. It's good. It's uh, it's it's weird. I'm kind of like okay, Joker. All right, but it's like I don't hate it, and yeah. you know, I'm 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 into seeing where this storyline goes. You know what? I know you're into. I know birds you're into Birds of Prey. I am super into it. Uh, there's a fun Green Arrow carrot cameo in this. Um. Where he has, uh, he has to uh, distract Wonder Woman because of things that are going on in the comic, and uh, he has like basically like magic arrows, like which is nice. like pretty cool. Nice. Like where they actually like have it, just like it's not even trying to be science. It's just like this one's magic. Right. <laughs> it does magic shit. Perfect. That's yeah. DC. I mean, going back to All Star, it's like that's what DC does well. Yeah, is like nonsense exactly stop <laughs> stop trying to make this like marvel tried marvel's thing was like let's try and make this a pseudoscience like a science like a sci-fi story yes. where we base it in real science but like it's all techno babble yes. nonsense that couldn't happen <laughs> exactly like iron man's armor being powered by transistors right exactly <laughs> it's dumb it's like, but it's clearly it's... stanley has no idea what radios are made of <laughs> 
and I believe he was a radio operator in the war. <laughs> so oh, wow. I think yeah. uh, I think that's very strange. Um, yeah. Let's see, Blue Beetle. I really like this comic. I it's, like it. It's, it's fun. Shockingly good. Yeah, it's yeah. fun. I mean, I guess it's not shockingly good because honestly, I loved the entire run of the old, old. Right. The whatever the the Jaime Reyes version of this. I I really liked it back when it first started. I still got to see that movie. Yeah, same. I'm I'm actually really interested. Yeah. Nice. But also, I have HBO, so I know I'm going to see it for free at yeah, some point. Exactly. So. Well, for free. Well, <laughs> you pay for it. I pay for it by having a phone through AT and T. Ooh, yeah, look at that! No. Who's laughing now? Uh, not the investors at <laughs> <laughs> who thought they could make money by investing in the HBO or AT and T. Investors, investors. What's next? Uh, Captain Ginger, the last feeder. You know anything that gives June Brigman a regular gig? Uh, I'm 100 percent down for. And anything, anything from Ahoy, you know, is going to be good. I thought. See, you know, I thought you weren't doing Ahoy as much. I'm not doing Ahoy as much because it doesn't sell. Yeah. I. Yeah. It has been forever my the the sadness of my existence that Ahoy comics are too smart for everybody. Mm. But if it's got a cat in it. Somebody will buy it. Somebody will buy it because it's got a cat. <laughs> nice. Captain Ginger. Get it. Uh, Captain, I, I really liked the first Captain yeah, yeah. Ginger. Like, uh, that, I remember. That run, I, I actually really, remember really you liking that. it. Yeah. So uh, Captain Marvel Dark Tempest. Mm. I don't know what's going on. Sure. But uh, hey, look at that. It's that guy from that movie who's doing that thing. <laughs> the polka dot man from it's, Suicide Squad. It's the polka dot man. <laughs> and he's making a comic book, and it's called Count Crowley, Mediocre Midnight Monster Hunter. I think it's a good comic. Yeah. I've liked, it's fun. I have so far enjoyed every iteration of Count Crowley. Right. Uh, I believe this is the fourth or third or fourth. It's at least the third. It's at least the third. There was Midnight Monster Hunter, Reluctant Monster Hunter, and this one, I guess. Yeah, so, that makes so sense. I guess this is the third. I remember at least two. Um, but yeah, it's been fun, and you know, it's it's clearly a, a passion project. I mean, he's a huge monster movie fan. He's he's just you know he's doing what he loves. Yeah. Normally, I mean, I my soapbox lately has been that the death of comics is going to be celebrities getting involved in comic books yeah so i don't he is know a different story but man if you saw the solicits that i'm seeing it's everywhere dude it's yeah. everywhere there's to me there's a line of demarcation somewhere between uh, like andy samberg and like the guy who played polka dot man in suicide squad or like Brian Posehn <laughs> from Mr. Yeah, show or whatever, sure. you know, like there's sure. no, no, I mean, like Pat there's Oswalt just... and, uh, and yeah. Brian Posehn doing comics. It's, it's fine. I mean it, there, but it is, that said, to, I will never forgive Brian Posehn for bringing Jerry Duggan into comic books, but it is, it's also like when you look at all this stuff, it's it, even if you dig a little deeper, the number of, the number of writers, who are active, who are also members of the writers. Guild. That's what I was going to say. I wonder how much of that, that is, is just like that's these guys that too. are like working regularly all of a sudden had a, like a crazy work stoppage. So why not write comics? I, I mean, sure. Yeah, there is that too. And I mean, I wonder how many people who uh, had like, who knew that they had a crazy work stoppage and then said, uh, yeah, sure. I'll do a talk show. And then they get on a talk show, and then they're like, oh, fuck, I want to go back to work. <laughs> uh, but whatever. Uh, 
That's uh, Jennifer. What's her name? Okay, from Cats. I, <laughs> so I assumed that's what it I was thinking of. I assumed it had to be some kind of a specific reference that uh, I didn't get. Anyway, um, she's a great singer. Whatever. Wait, uh, Jennifer Hudson. Jennifer Hudson. Oh, you. okay. Uh, she she's now doing her own talk show, and I'm like, I feel like that was a move that you made because you thought that you couldn't make movies anymore, and now you're like, oh fuck, I could be back in movies. <laughs> I could <laughs> or, be doing a Cats too. I could be doing Cats too. <laughs> Uh, I just snorted. <laughs> uh, any That's talk a of first? Any talk of cats will bring that about. Uh, Creep show number three. That's good. Zoe Thorogood and uh, who was the second artist on it? Was uh, someone good uh, Joel as well? Joel Farrelly, Gor- Goran uh, Parlov, Su- Sudza, Sudzuka. Yeah, Sudzuk- yeah. Sudzuka, oh, Punisher, yeah. Punisher artist. I know. Oh that yeah, yeah. I actually do know that name. Goran Sudzuka. I remember that because good artist. I remember Goran because I always assumed that he was some sort of alien. <laughs> um, I was like, oh my god, Goran. Yeah. Creep show is fun. <laughs> Save us from Goran. Damn them all is out as well. Right. Dark Ride, the super sexy version with that lady who draws the sexy covers. Ooh la la. Uh she did I just w- grabbed the one from the top. What was the what was that sexy book she did? Um, what you're looking at. Uh she did the one with the pig masks and the Oh sexy. wait, like, Mirka and Alfo? No, the other one. The no, pig that was, masks. <laughs> that was it was the it was the like BDSM comic that involved like a red room where she would murder people but there was lots of sexy stuff before she murdered them i it's lost from my yeah, memory i can't remember what it's called when you say sexy pig comic i think mirka adolfo if you're gonna if, if you're gonna read one sexy pig comic i recommend <laughs> that weird sexy unnatural, pig comic. oh yeah sexy pig comic what's next uh, but that made sense because she was doing it with a wolf you get it because big bad wolf and, the right. pig, and it was yes. that's why it's so unnatural it was so unnatural to do for sense. a pig to fuck a wolf <laughs> i mean yes <laughs> <laughs> some might say disgusting i mean i might say that if you're not a pig anything that <laughs> fucks you is unnatural <laughs> i don't know <laughs> gonna go out on a limb what and, if it's uh, life that fucks you man like it's fucking all of us hot, hot take <laughs> yeah uh, maybe yeah that's natural all right Dark Spaces, Hollywood special. Oh, I like this. This is yeah. the only of these Snot Skyder. Snot Skyder. Oh, man. Uh, I should definitely not go to the bar in between reading all the comics. Um, I, I should definitely make sure that we tell Snot Skyder <laughs> what we think Skyder. of him. I actually really like this comic. It's very cool. Uh, it's, it's the only comic about classic Hollywood and weird mind ghosts um, that... <laughs> That I would I've enjoyed ever this week. have enjoyed this week. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Dead Lucky. That's a spinoff of the comic that is popular, Radiant Radiant Black. Radiant Pink. Radiant no. Black. Radiant Black. Radiant, Radiant. Mr. Black. Um, Destiny's Gate, number two. This continues to be one of my favorite things that, uh, that Dabari has done for a while. Uh, cool. I really love it. Uh, this is our friend Christian Dabari uh, and also our friend Simon Gao, who... You may remember from a little comic called Rad Wraith. Uh, it is, uh, it's great. Uh, really enjoy it. It's again, it's like it's it's really stretching his uh, his skills in an interesting way, like it, doing things that honestly I didn't think that he could do. Hmm. This is this is a like it doesn't play to his strengths in a lot of ways. Like if he's listening. He's like, why didn't you believe in me? And I know exactly. Well, no, I mean, it, because he has always done very straight monster stuff and it has been very, 
it's been very focused in a in like one direction. I guess I did know because when he did Rad Wraith, I was when I thought of him as a horror artist, I just kept seeing the <laughs> horror images that he did. And then he would do the touching stuff with the kids. And it was like, oh, look at how cute that is. Like, like he draws a child in a way that you're like, that is a playful version of this. Like, it's an adorable scene. So with what you're saying is he's kids. capable of doing a lot, but he doesn't always get the opportunity to stretch his as, wings. As, uh, oh, fuck. I have, I have a fucking... Sean Murphy quote about him that I he's uh he's a Lamborghini that's being driven like a Honda is <laughs> what is what Sean said about Dabari. He's like basically that he is so good. He has such an ability to do all of this stuff and the amount that the things that he gets tasked to do it's like it narrows him into such a such a small focus hmm. that uh, that people think that that's all he does and Sean has always been like worried that Christian's typecasting himself as this one thing when he can do so much more he has so much so much breadth of of skill hmm. and uh, and that was always something that he was like Sean was just like, dude, why? Why are you doing X, Y, or Z? And one of the things that he said why was to uh, Rad Wraith. He was like, why? You, you're you typecasting yourself. You know, this is the kind of stuff that everybody thinks you do. Hmm. You know, do do something crazier. Which, by the way, there is a thing that I think that we're going to be doing together that is going Ooh. to be way different than anything. It is also something with Mr. Sean Murphy. Ooh. Mr. Sean Murphy and Mr. Christian Dabari. So Wowzer. Maybe that might happen within the next 25 years if we ever get around to it. But Dabari, if you follow his his Instagram, you'll see the character because he did actually draw the character for something. Cool. So I'm... That made me really excited to see that he still is thinking about it. Uh, and I still am thinking about it, too. It is in the front of my mind, and I keep like I keep honing the pitch uh, every day. And I'm going to submit it to Dark Horse. The second Dabari says he has three seconds to rub together. Uh, anyway, uh, here are those detective comics that we didn't get that week. Because yes, two weeks ago. Lunar hates something. us. Yeah, two weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, but there it is. So if you didn't get it, now you can. Uh, there is fire and ice. I like this comic. It's it it's is actually one of my good. favorite DC comics right now. I think it's really good. I would say weirdly good, maybe even, but it is just it's. Yeah, I wouldn't expect it to be as good right. as it is, um, but it's really fun and uh, it's weird actually. Like some some of the things that kind of like so this morning, like I I usually have time to read like one comic before I leave for work. And this morning I chose to read the first appearance of ambush bug from uh, DC comics presents 52, <laughs> which is uh, it's odd in that this comic also has ambush bug and also has Jimmy Olsen. And I was like, it's interesting. Like that's weird that oh, like yeah. Jimmy Olsen is, or that ambush bug is like a Superman character. If you think about him, in that way like he's he was always oh, in superman comics yeah. like initially and then i guess i never thought about that yeah but he really is and in that first appearance i was like oh it's ambush bug and jimmy olsen in one comic i was like they should do that again and then like i get here and there's that comic and it's literally there there both, it is they're both in the comic it's just a funny coincidence now who would have expected 
garbage pail kids to thrash trash through time not I, me i wouldn't have i mean i would have expected it but i couldn't know it happened because this comic book is sealed in a plastic bag oh it sure is i wasn't able to look at it well it's it looks really good the cover is amazing and i love the fact that they're finally doing trading cards with the issues yeah it's smart it's it's i i would say it's smart but it's almost like too obviously like you should have been doing this the whole time yeah and they probably should have but i also would imagine that they tried to and were having a hard time negotiating it with tops because you will notice that the cards are a weird size, so they probably had to choose to make them just slightly wider than a Garbage Pail Kids card so that they wouldn't be part of the series. Hmm. Um, Sergio Aragones grew in the wild and number something. Number four of four, that is the complete thing, the complete package. We got mm-hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy number eight out this week. We've got the House of the Slaughter. House of the Slaughter. Mm-hmm. Every time I look at it, I think a House of the Gucci. <laughs> Portland House of Slaughter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Portland House of Slaughter. How can I take your order? Um, how about Hunt for the Skinwalker? Uh, it's pretty good. It is pretty good. It's pretty good. It's, uh, I mean, as far as the comics go, it's pretty good. I I I think it's, it's better than I thought it was after reading the first issue. Hmm. How about that? Uh, Joker, the man who stopped laughing... He still is laughing, though. Well, the sorry, I guess we got the wrong comic. Thing. <laughs> uh, Love and Rockets, uh, somebody stealing my T-shirt. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's Gilbert Hernandez. Hey, Gilbert Hernandez. Uh, I, I mean, would, that said, he didn't like know, no. specifically it's not, steal it. It's just, not at all. I was just like, hey, dude, just draw Bill's fucking design. Come on, man. Uh, whatever. <laughs> Yeah, Marvel Gods, G O D S, please. It's mm. not gods. Did we ever figure out what the fuck gods stood for? Good old dinosaur, dinosaur semen. semen. Yes, <laughs> that's dinosaur stuff. Good old dinosaur stuff. Good if, old you know what? Dinosaur. I would probably like this book a lot more if, if it, was it was about, about good, good old, old dinosaur, dinosaur stuff. I would too. Uh, okay, so I take it back because I had said my favorite book of the week was Amazing Spider-Man. It's pretty close, but I'm going to say, here it is. Did this book make me cry? Why, yes, in fact, it uh, did. Did it? Uh, Marvel Unleashed killed me. Yeah, Kyle it's Starks. It's so good. It's Kyle Starks knows oh. how to write a fucking heart-wrenching oh. comic. Yeah. Oh, he sure does. It was brutal. And also, like, not only did it, like, was it, like, the touching kind of crying, there was also a, like, vengeance cry Mm. in this. Oh, my God. Such a good moment. Yeah. There's a great moment with a character that I don't give two shits about. Well, yeah, a character that only exists in this comic book and exists for this specific moment. So it's very smart storytelling. There's, like, exactly. You don't have to worry about ever seeing this dumb character that Uh, is part of a dumb family of characters ever again. Nah. That's not true. It was good. It was good. I'm not a huge fan of this in general like I don't I particularly do, I don't know I just like I don't like the coloring I found it hard to follow the action of the story really? oh, but I that said the art is good and the the moment you're referring to is is heart heart heartwarming heart it's heartwarming it's 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 a heart. vengeful murder moment yeah, but it's also it's like, like it's not heartwarming it's like there's a heartwarming moment within oh. but the moment is is kind of I don't know whatever there's just get the comic basically uh, there is a the for the first time I think in the history of anyone writing anything, 
there is a death of a dog in this issue. Sorry to spoil it. Some a dog dies, mm-hmm. and it is not only not really sad; it is awesome. Yeah, and like because of the way that it's handled. Yeah, I mean Kyle, like, Kyle Starks. Kyle Starks, a good writer, brilliant. Uh, Mech cadets exist. That's a reprint of that because yes. it came out as a cartoon. Yes. Yeah. Not a cartoon like no, the old like the cartoon sixties. You know who was uh, about cars? They're in a. I don't know if they're sixties. Seventies. Seventies. Eighties. Really? Yeah. You know who worked for cartoons a lot? The uh, the woman who designed the circle the jerks circle logo jerks logo was a yeah. huge contributor to cartoons. Sean. Um, yeah. Sean something. I Sean can't something. Yes. Died unknown and penniless, addicted God, to drugs. It's I a know. sad story, but uh, a really amazing story. cartoonist. She was an amazing cartoonist. She did a bunch of stuff for Hustler, too. Yeah. And the stuff that she did for Hustler was, like, tended to not be, like, super sexual. Some of it was kind of sexual, but, yeah. like, a bunch of it was, like, one of the things that she did that was amazing was a G.I. Joe parody <laughs> that she did continuously, and it was, like, kind of... Just a goofy Mad Magazine style thing that just as easily could have been in Mad Magazine as being anywhere else. So I, hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I love her. Yeah, uh, she that was is very, a very terrible, terrible tragedy. And uh, I think I speak for everyone when I say that she should be referenced a lot more when you <laughs> see the fucking Circle Jerks logo. You, you definitely speak for me because I think it's shitty that they don't. I agree. Uh, I love the Circle Jerks, and uh, but yeah, but I mean they've all got their own issues to deal with in that band it's true i don't know if you if you were around for the time when they tried to tour prior to this tour when they finally figured out their shit but the last tour every single show broke up with uh keith and the fucking drummer getting into a fist fight Mm. so 60 year old crazy (laughs) people fighting each other on stage what the fuck man what is going on yeah, what are you doing with your life? Get get it together. Uh, My Little Pony, these are classics reimagined. Mm. It's like The Wizard of Oz, so it's just like watching Scooby-Doo in the 80s. Mm. Always going to do some sort of fucking Wizard of Oz parody, because it's public domain for the most part. Uh, Panya, The Mummy's Curse. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh, it's a mummy curse. All right, here's another, here's another contender for Book of the Week. This was definitely a contender for me. I really liked this. Yeah. I liked it a lot. Petrol Head. It is. Uh, it's basically the book that you expect it to be. It's a punk rock Mad Maxi robotty 2000 AD. Yeah, it's like Rebel Robots. Yeah. Uh, but it's cool. Like it's like he's not really a Transformer, but like <laughs> it's like there's bad robots and good robots, and then there's like a human heart beating within, uh, like a character and her father, and uh, I just the art is really cool. The coloring is very cool. Very cool. The more time, like this is on glossy paper and you know how I feel about glossy paper whatever but like the more time goes on the more I realize that like the coloring is what breaks this shit and it's like a lot of the like I was looking at a Marvel Unlimited scan Mm -hmm. so it was a comic that I've seen as a regular print comic and I was like not interested like I saw it on the stand I was like not interested and I saw the art digitally and I was like this is really cool why didn't I like this when it came out and I don't know what it is but I think that like some comics are really colored for digital over print I agree and I think there's a difference but like this 
comic is masterfully like I think the coloring of this comic is really like the star of the show in a lot of ways like it like puts it over the top where this could just be like yeah. sort of like a death's head style like transformer style kind of boilerplate you know it's not really breaking any new ground but like there's no, just something no, no, no. about it and I think really it's the coloring it just like puts it over the top and I really enjoyed it. It is. It is some really. It is some really intense coloring. Some really like. It's clear and it aids the story. Like bold it, choices. Yeah, you know, people that understand like what that. You know, yeah. like I don't know. It's just like how the eye perceives things. Like it's it's really important. Absolutely agree. A hundred percent. And again, shout out to Simon Gao for his fucking coloring he's mm. still one of my favorite colorists yeah uh phantom wait Road, is that who did the color oh no, no, just this, like in general for, yeah, yeah. for that last for the yeah. one that dabari did he and dabari do a lot of stuff together and it he's he's really good and uh he's got a big thing coming up nice soon so looking forward to seeing that uh phantom road you're seeing the walking dead parody cover oh it was the one on top that's fine that's cool it's a great book yeah uh, Poison Ivy, number 16, Better Off Dead. That's not true. Nah. Oh, Poison Ivy, you've got so much to live for. You've got your poisoning. You've got the fact that you're made of ivy mostly. People can see your butt, like, all the time. That's just that's great stuff. <laughs> that's a thing to live for. Yeah. I mean, like, most of us aren't allowed to just show our asses all the time. You can really show your contempt for society by showing your ass all time at well, all times. The thing she has, uh, no, I don't know. What I like about this is that I said that about her, and in this, she looks like she's clearly wearing some sort of like sweatpants, what? like really floopy sweatpants <laughs> in this cover. Like that is very unpoison ivy. Usually, you can see her whole ass. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see. Okay, so is it he, drawn by a woman? <laughs> they were like, "Fuck you! We're putting pants <laughs> like, on poison ivy for the pants. first time." She's wearing a tracksuit. You say that, but a lot of like the most like over the top, hyper sexualized poison ivy covers are drawn by women. <laughs> I mean, and also that dude who does Frank Cho. <laughs> it's Frank <laughs> Cho's not the worst of them, believe it or not. I think the worst of them is uh, oh that Japanese guy whose name eludes me. Oh, I know who you mean. Yeah. DNA. Uh, something like that. It's like uh, one of those guys. This whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't we don't matter. need to shame people for drawing people for... poison ivy ass. You let your poison ivy ass yeah. flag fly. She's not a real person. If you like seeing it, fuck <laughs> none of my business. Anyway, uh, Punisher number one is out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think it was that bad. It's like, a, I don't. I think it's uh, it's all right. I think it's all right. I, it's better than I, way better than I expected way, it would have been. Way better. I was surprised. I liked it. I, mm. I would say, I would go as far as to say I liked it quite a bit. Mm. Um, and I am interested in this treatment of the character. I think they have figured out a few things that are interesting 
to change the character. This this is not Frank Castle anymore. We're not dealing with Frank Castle. Frank has seen the error of his ways. His wife basically said, what the fuck are you doing? I wouldn't want you to kill people for me. Uh, that's gross. I'm not into that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm not a murderer, and you're a scumbag. Yeah. And so he went, oh, fuck, and threw down his guns, and we have no idea what has happened to Frank Castle. No, we unless do. He's we have in seen... Weird World Protecting Children. Hey, sh- only if you've seen that solicit. <laughs> I mean, it was in a comic that came out oh, like true. four months that's ago. That's a good point. Uh, but yes, he is in Weird World right now. Yeah. Oops, um, sorry. And this is... We we still don't really know who this new person is. He's a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent of some sort. Yeah, so in the current Marvel Universe, S.H.I.E.L.D. has been shut down. Disbanded. And this guy is a S.H.I.E.L.D. guy, and he has access to S.H.I.E.L.D. safe houses, and he has his own kind of new person filling the role of microchip and he is taking down the bad guys. There's still it's still a murder thing. It's still a like I'm killing you, Punisher. It's not a like no. It, they have not changed that. And but he's not using like AR 14s. Yes, like he's using is, like Nick Fury guns, sci-fi weaponry, which I think is an important distinction, and I think it's an important change. Yeah. Um, and also, he doesn't use that shitty logo that uh, has been co-opted by racist cops. Exactly, uh, and it is—it's a weird—it's a weird version of it. Yeah, it goes back to—it goes back to the original version of the character's logo, which I think is an interesting choice. It looks less goofy than the original version, but the only still, thing that I—the teeth are still like basically bullets right the thing i think is kind of dumb about is that it glows i don't it's like batman like saying like i'm gonna put yellow around the bat so that you shoot me in my bulletproof armor chest it's like i i guess it just seems like why like if you're a guy who people are definitely gonna shoot at like putting a glowing target on your chest is probably dumb but you know because it's like if you look at him once you know where his head is and right. his head doesn't have any armor on it. Yes, it is <laughs> but true. like other than that, it was it was kind of fine. Like I'm not going to lie, I definitely bought it for speculation purposes. Yeah. Like I enjoyed it enough, but like I doubt I'll buy number 2. Um no, we'll, I definitely we'll see. see this. Maybe it'll go in some direction where I'm like, "Oh, that's cool." And I'm not expected. But I'm, like I'm I was interested. like, "Maybe I can sell this for 10 bucks someday." someday. <laughs> I bas- I basically do agree with you on that. I I would definitely see this as being a speculator book because it is depending on who it turns out to be, regardless of whatever happens, this is going to be his first superhero venture probably. And if that is the case, then they're going to rename him when Frank Castle comes back. Yeah. And he's just going to be he's going to be a new character that they use for something else. Yeah. Like his profile has been raised considerably by being here. They're not going to just kill him off. And they might use him in a some kind of Marvel cinematic property and therefore people will pay like five hundred dollars for it or whatever. Yeah. You know, it's, I don't that's, know. One that's of the those. hope. That's the dream. That's no. one of them. I don't know. Things. It was that said, like, I hate being a speculator yeah. uh and I, I as much as i definitely am in this case i wouldn't have bought it if i didn't think it was enjoyable on some level like that i might read it again speaking of things that i might read again hey oh 
Lots of dudes doing it in this one. Okay, it's just oh, the man. same two dudes. Yeah, it's it. the same two dudes. This is less sexy than the first issue, though. Like, well, there's plenty of it, plenty of, but plenty not as much as in the first one. Yes, uh, it's <laughs> if that's what you're in for. Uh, we definitely had some people coming in looking to find out when they when they skipped the date because it was supposed to come out last week. It was oh, announced as last week. We had people being like, "Hey." Uh, you getting that uh, sainted love in? Uh, I like sci-fi. It's a, it's a very good fiction. No, no, <laughs> none of them said that. They were like, you got that fucking book you with the two dudes that the fuck? book with the <laughs> sci-fi book where yeah. the two dudes fuck constantly? Nobody's, nobody was being subtle about it. it no. I mean, why would you? Yeah, exactly. It's not a subtle book. <laughs> yeah, old, like, old school gay dudes from Portland are not exactly like <laughs> going to pretend that they want something else. Uh that's one of the things I love about Portland. Uh, okay. Santos sisters, Halloween special. I love it. Yeah, it's good. And I, and full disclosure, I don't want to say anything negative about anything. I wasn't really a fan of this series. Like I, it's not really one. It's not generally my thing. Uh, or at least the first thing, because I don't like Archie comics. And this is a play on Archie comics, and it's not like an Archie comic, but it is It is definitely playing in that the world. The art style is definitely like trying to do that of course. in the trade dress or whatever. Honestly, for me, this was the least enjoyable, and this is like literally one of my this favorite comic books. This was the most books. for me. Um, this was the least, like there are this good the one that I like. stories within it, but there are whole stories within it that are just like, I don't, like I don't. I don't follow Mercy Sparks or or uh, Hack Slash or whatever. Like I think it's cool that like Santo Sisters got to the level where like some of these bigger indie yeah. properties are are part of it. I love the Gut Ghost. Yep. Um, and I do really love some stories. Like one of the stories in here is a reprint from a previous issue of Santo Sisters. But um, I genuinely like the thing for me that didn't go over the top on this one that has worked in every previous issue is that they have all been really funny and this one was not as funny the thing that's funny is how the santo sisters interact with each other and their attitude and like the way they just the dialogue like i just i really think it's genuinely funny and there was less of that in this one but it's a halloween special so it's doing halloween special things yes so i don't i mean i don't fault it Obviously, that is part of what I love about it is the fact that it's full of Halloween tropes. Yeah. But I also love the fact that Gut Ghost is in it from our friend uh, Enzo Garza. And, yep. like, it's super cool, you know. Um, totally. Like, also, I love that uh, the duck. What's his name? Um, there's, like, a weird duck character in it that I really like. I can't remember the name. But, uh, you know, there's Hackslash, which I, I very much enjoy Hackslash as well. That has been a series that I've enjoyed. I'm not up to date with it, so I don't really know what's going on. But I really liked the books. and um, Junior Duck. <laughs> junior Duck. And this is just super fun. And just seeing Gut Ghost in it I was just made me really happy. And also made me wonder how he got out of his scout contract. Um, anyway, um, Scorched is a comic book. Yes. And uh, Shazam is a comic book. I liked Shazam. I, listen, I think Shazam is a phenomenal book, and I just I don't say anything about it anymore because nobody buys it. I buy it. <laughs> I mean, sorry, uh, that is a metaphorical nobody. <laughs> it sells like four copies. You That's know? a bummer. That's it good. is a bummer. It's a total bummer. I, but And it... it <sighs> 
You know why it doesn't sell as much? It's because less. It doesn't have as much talky tawny as it should have. I think you're right. It's just it's the kind of book that I would have been all over when I was collecting. Like I would have been so excited for this to come out every time. It has that feeling of just a fun book that isn't that has all of the superhero trope stuff, but it's also it doesn't ever lose sight of the fact that it's a comic book and well, it's fun th- to be in a comic book. I think some of these books that are like relaunches of previously uh, running series that have struggled. I think that they have some hurdles that they need to c- cross in their first storylines. And I think what I would have done with this is like the first storyline w- should have been shorter because you're like five issues in and you're just yeah. at the end of it and it kind of like it drug on a little bit too long. So that. we'll see. I wouldn't be surprised if sales didn't pick up a little bit once they get past this first storyline, but we'll, but we'll see uh, where they go with it. That is, that unfortunately, that would be unusual I know, for, for something sure. to pick up in the middle of a, of a series. But it is, it's solid. It's a really yeah. solid book. And uh, Sonic the Hedgehog is a comic book that comes out right. with a hedgehog. Star Signs is a comic that probably has a hedgehog somewhere in the background. like uh, At least one. The way that Todd Browning would always put like a weird hedgehog and stuff. Or like how Todd McFarlane would always put Felix the Cat in his comics. <laughs> Yes. He was a very Todd Browning type, I guess, as it turns out. Man, when's the last time you watched Dracula? Which Dracula? The original. I have not seen it in quite a while. Man, that's so weird. The the I I love how weird Todd Browning is. Hmm. He is the weirdest director and he always puts weird animals and stuff. And the one part I've seen Dracula probably 50 times. And I don't think there's a single time I've watched the movie that I haven't been shocked when the little bee gets out of the little coffin. And I'm like, oh, yeah, there's a bee that lives in the tiny bee coffin and there's no fucking reason for it. No explanation. A tiny little coffin, tiny little bee. Aw. There it is. Is it a vampire bee? I guess. I assume so. That's cool. That <laughs> makes me want to watch it. I've been oh, listening to this so like good. it's so good. Exhaustively long podcast about um Oh, this that this that thing with the names we were talking about. Um Luton, uh Val Luton. Oh fucking A. I There's love like Val Luton. There's like insanely long podcast series about him that is apparently going Just to be watched a, Cat People again too. So. I want to watch all of his films starting with Cat People and going all the way through. Like the story of uh, Ghost have, Ship is like insane. I have the complete Val Luton collection. Oh, on DVD, on DVD you do. Yeah. Oh, I might want to borrow those from yeah. you. They, oh, my wife has them, so maybe I don't have them. Well, I might ask if I could yeah, borrow them because sure. I really want to watch them. If they're not streaming, I, I I'll, I'm going to check. But um, I don't think I think it's hard to get that stuff. Like some of the there's it's like seventy dollars. I looked for it. Uh, that like co- the, the the collection yeah, yeah. and uh, it's like seventy the jaguar bucks. woman and like all that leopard weird man shit. leopard man <laughs> leopard man is one. But I love the idea of like how those like they were like you can only spend one hundred fifty thousand dollars. Your movie has to be 75 minutes long, and we choose the titles. And he still made the craziest, most interesting, like, cat people. And it's like, it's not about cat people. It, yeah, it's it's bonkers. It's about other stuff. Like, it's just like, I don't know. It's just, I want to see all of them. 
Was Val Luton the one that did uh, the the first Island of Doctor Moreau, Isle Isle of the Dead, or what are they called that one? Uh, well, he did production work before he went to RKO. It's not one of his RKO movies, at least that I've okay. I, I've only gotten up to. I just got past the part where they talked about Ghost Ship. Um, oh, it's, it wouldn't even have been the first one. It would have been like the second version. The first version had Bela Lugosi in it as the reader of the law. I'm going to say I don't not. think it was him. Okay. Um, because that movie is so nutso. I love it so much. And it literally stars a woman whose name is like the Jaguar woman. Oh, like, wow. You think it's the character name and it's like, oh, no, no, no. She's a Mexican actress who went by the name like she was like a, a wrestler. And so she went by like Jaguara or something. And oh, that's wow. like her actual name in the credits. And I think she's in a Val Luton movie of something else. Like she might be maybe cat people, maybe one of the other ones. The I Walked but, With a Zombie is the one oh, that has Simone it. Simone. And uh, there's another yeah. one where the actress only has one name. It's like Barbara. Yeah. Or <laughs> it's just like, but it's like just the one name. Can't remember what it what is. A, but she's one of character. the actresses in Leopard Woman. Oh man, I need to I need to go through that whole set again. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We we tried to do every Universal movie. We tried to start at the beginning and watch all of the Universal movies mm-hmm. in a row, and we didn't make it all the way. But through. I think that that's I didn't get I to bet Dracula's if, daughters. I bet if you watched all of the RKO movies, yeah. the Val Luton oh, RKO, I, love those. I bet you'd make th- make it through all well, of them because there's drastically less of them. It's, well, there's yeah. but also like they're just different. Like yeah. in the like the characters in those ones are. Like they have professions and like <laughs> you care about them and like the black people aren't That's just true. like oh. domestic servants yeah, and yeah. like the stories are like treated differently and like I love the concept of the bus. That's my favorite aspect of it. In every Val Luton movie, there's a I'm, bus. Okay. And it starts from the first one that he made, which was Cat People. At the very beginning, there's uh, like she's like walking down the street, and then this bus goes by, and it's like the jump scare. It's the bus, <laughs> and so he has a bus in every one, and sometimes it's a train, and sometimes it's a different sound. Oh, I love but it. it's like that's what he calls the jump scare. It's the bus, the bus, and I think it's fucking awesome. That is really cool. Yeah. What is this anyway. podcast? Yeah, I know. I'm sorry, we're talking about wrong stuff. No, no, no. But I mean, oh, what, no. oh it's called uh, Shadows, I think. I will definitely check that out because I'm. It's really long. Like, there's one where it's like they're talking about the movie, but like for an hour, they talk about these two 1700 serial killers. Oh, God. I mean, that would be like listening to a podcast where they start talking about Val Luton movies for 10 minutes. That would be crazy. Imagine. Yeah. (laughs) Instead of talking about something important like Picard's Star Trek Academy, Secret History of Hollywood, it's called. Oh, nice. I'm on it. Yeah, and apparently they're making a movie of the Val Luton story that's oh, based that's on awesome. the podcast. I can't wait. Yeah. Uh, Star Trek Defiant. Hmm. I defy you to find more Star Trek I in def- one comic. <laughs> I defy you to make me stop talking about cat people. Uh, are they putting out the fire? What? What? <laughs> it's that shitty song that David Bowie <gasps> recorded for... Oh, uh, the other cat people. For the modern cat people that had Malcolm McDowell on it. Oh, um, yeah. 
cat people putting out the fire. What the hell does that mean, David I, Bowie? I, that was his cocaine years. He doesn't need to make sense. I keep thinking about the Calypso song from I Walked With a Zombie too. A shame and sorrow on the family. I keep thinking of Whoa. the of the Roki Erickson oh, song me. I Walked With a Zombie. Yeah, it's that. Yeah, totally. With a zombie. That's a good uh, one. Star Wars: The High Republic. It's another number one of a High Republic. Star Wars: The High Republic. The Shadows of Starlight. It's a starlight shadow comic book about star wars mm. and shadows hey we got superman 78 i curtain. wish that the first superman 78 yeah. was as good as this superman 78 this entire comic is very smartly focusing on lois lane so it's like a margot kidder lois lane comic yep and it's really good i wish that whoever did the cover for this had not let his six-year-old child draw the face on Superman. <laughs> it's the artist Ooh. of the actual series itself. <laughs> Look at how little his... Oh, my God. It looks like a child drew that face. The rest uh, of it's great. I like it. I'm not sure you do. You're lying. No, I do. I um, like it. This is the road to 150 for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. How are they going to get there? What kind of road are they taking? What kind of conveyance are they in? Are they on bicycles? Who knows? You have to read it to find out. It's, it's a bumpy road. What happens if they fight a street fighter in the street? <laughs> they fight. They bite. They fight and bite and bite. Fight, fight, fight. Bite, bite, bite. Hey, guess what? The comic that kept IDW from going into bankruptcy is back with a 4,000th printing. <laughs> it's the 20, November 2023 <laughs> edition. First printing of Last Ronin uh, for this year is what they call it, which is maybe the most hilarious thing ever. Yeah, I, I, I it's do too love... It's big, so it's going to overhang, so I'm going to... I love away. that the Indicia is literally like Last Ronin, November 2023, 2023 first printing. First printing, <laughs> yes. Sure it is. All right. I'm going to tuck that over there. The Enfield Gang Massacre number four is out. This I love is it. from That Texas Blood. It is a spinoff. Yeah, I love it. It's and good. you love it. I love it. I didn't read this comic crap. What Why didn't it? I read this? Comic crap? Thanos. Oh, I didn't read Thanos as well. I don't know. He's like mad about being a Titan or something. I was reading uh, that Star Blast comic that I bought from you a couple <laughs> where it's like Herb Trimpey doing Rob Liefeld and there's like a panel in it that's I so funny. I saved you a number one. Oh, I have number one. Oh, okay. I need number two. Oh, I might have one of those. I, I got number one and number three. Okay. But uh, but any Star Blast that you want to save me, I'm fine. Uh, if, I, if I have it, I, I'll, I'll let you know. But um, But there's a panel in it where they're like, Ah, oh, Thanos again, and it's like from '92, <laughs> and I just love how much more times they've used Thanos like since then. Oh, imagine if they found out how many times Craven the Hunter has been in oh something. Oh my god! Uh, what if Dark Tomb of Dracula? Like, what just ha 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 ha. Someone needs to tell the Marvel Wolfman that ha 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 is not four panels worth of dialogue. That is. Maybe the funniest thing that I've ever seen in a comic book. It is really weird. Uh, it is super weird. I'm just going to hold it up on my camera. Do it. Uh, but ha, 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 but ha, there ha, he is. Ha, ha. There's so much ha 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 in this. It is bonkers. That's how out of breath you get when you kill Dracula. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Let's, say, let's say that he does kill Dracula. Let's say that that's what he might say if, after he did yeah, it. Yeah, that, that might be it. What if... What Possible if, spoilers. Ha ha ha. ha, ha what ha. if... Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Um, <laughs> more it is so funny. It is so fucking funny. 
Uh, Transformers number two. It's good. It is good. Go figure. It's good. It's the second comic about robots that's good. Yeah. Uh, What about Uncanny Spider-Man? This is more of a you comic. It is a me comic. I love it. I I enjoy this book all the times. Nice. Uh, And what about Vampirella Rage Dracula? I think it's probably better than I expect it is, but I don't really know. I mean, it's written by fucking Christopher Priest. Yeah, and the art's not bad. I mean, Jesus, Christopher Priest, he wrote The Prestige. He's got to be good. Damn. No, he didn't. It's a different Christopher Priest. That's a... Wait, there's more than one Christopher Priest? (laughs) There is a British Christopher Priest who wrote The Prestige. He's a fancy literary writer. Uh, and he is not the same Christopher Priest who writes Vampirella well, no, comics. Well, the Christopher Priest who writes Vampirella comics is um, James Owsley. Uh, you mean the owl? No. There's a comic book writer and editor at Marvel in the 80s named James Owsley, and he changed his name to Christopher Priest. Huh. He wrote a Green Lantern special. He wrote the uh, Ma- uh, Captain Marvel that Mark Bright did the art for, uh, one shot. But he just, like, at some point, huh. he stopped being James Owsley and he became Christopher Priest. I mean, it's a good name. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, James Owsley isn't the worst name. but It's not, but, you, but people will mistake you for Spider-Man villain, the owl. It's true. Uh, that's, it's just going to happen. Uh I, I don't know. I always liked Christopher Priest. I mean, if, yeah, you saw I like his, if I saw his name... I liked James Owsley. Right. I've liked him always. If I saw his name on a Black Panther book, I would know it was a good Black Panther book. Yeah. Like, when he was writing Black Panther, it was a solid... That was He was, like, the writer for Black Panther. Sure. His Superman me. Lost series that's currently running is very good. Oh, that's him? Yeah. No shit. Indeed. That's, like, the only Superman comic people care about, and people love it. It's good. People love that book. Like it's we really sell good. so much more of that than any other Superman title Weird. we've ever sold. Because actually, a lot of the Superman titles are actually really good right now. That's the one, but that's the one yeah. people care about. Huh. Maybe it's because they care about Christopher Priest. Also, maybe it's because it has like internal continuity that isn't reliant on other things happening around it. Might be it. Anyway, what's there on the? What's next? There is a woman of wonder, a wonderful woman, if you will. Speaking of greatest names in comics, Harry G. Peter. Harry G. Peter. Uh, uh, yeah. This is a great. It's like front to back, uh, Golden Age Wonder Woman. This, this is so solid. It's I love rock this. Solid. I'm it's taking. True. I'm taking a copy of this home because nice. I want to read this cover to cover. Yeah. Uh, it is. It's. You'll enjoy it. Yet again, it's so. God damn weird. Yeah. It's so weird. It is written by a freaking alien. Uh, <laughs> like, this is not... No human can write this. It, it is too weird. My fa- my favorite thing is when people are like, I don't know comic books these days, woke comic books. <laughs> they have an agenda. And I'm like, have you ever read a Wonder Woman comic from 1942 through 1952? Like, 10 solid years. It's, like, 100% woke agenda well, comic I mean, books. That's, but, like... That's such a that's such a just disregarding the history of everything in comics. I know. Every single comic has I'm, had an agenda and generally has been a very liberal-leaning agenda to talk about social issues. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's, like, it's true. almost every comic. I'm just saying that, like, Wonder Woman is, like, talking about, like, same-sex relationships, yes. bondage, 
sexual freedom and liberation uh equality like just like it's so much more on the nose Starting in than the like 30s yeah yeah well no wonder Woman was 40s wonder Woman was 40s 40s like 41 Really? Yeah. Wow. You know what's crazy is my mom was born in 1936. So in 1941, when Wonder Woman came out, my mom would have been five. And when my mom was five, she used to read Wonder Woman comics. Imagine if she still had them. Oh, man. They just threw them out like garbage. You would not have had any college debt. Nope. <laughs> nope. Oh, boy. Uh, but yeah. Anyway. I Yeah, it's good. I would say highest recommendation to pick up of if you're going to pick up any DC facsimile, this is like, for me, this is the one just, you have to read this. It is so wonderful. It's like, I mean, it is such a work of art period. Aside from the fact that the art is beautiful. The art is singular. And like we were talking about earlier, like uh, a lot of golden age artists are like, you know, have a drawer full of fucking drawings of Alex Raymond comics. And they're like copying them. Like Harry Peter, did not yes his name's harry peter but like he did not copy a fucking person like he did not copy shit like that guy was like just like and he drew wonder woman into the 50s and like it never stopped being totally inventive and totally strange and bizarre and awesome and uh but i would also say you should if you're gonna buy one like you should also buy that all-star comics because it's also really cool there's two two top-notch facsimiles in a week is is a good week and i really do think so like to me so far the only two issues of these dc reprints that i've been like i need to own this have been all-star and wonder woman i'm just like i I picked those up and i'm just like these are both magical things that more specifically because of its patent weirdness Mm -hmm. wonder woman is don't get me wrong it is a very weird comic very very weird but also it is a singular artistic vision that like historically you're may never see again right i mean it is it's just a magical thing i i'm so amazed by it and i had i've never read it before and i had not realized how uh how fully formed the idea was at issue one. Mm. I don't think I realized that it had all of the elements right there, right from the beginning. And it is, it's just amazing. You should read that book. I, Jill, the I Jill know, Lepore book. I know I need, I really need to. There's a lot, a lot of work and planning went into that. Like, oh. like it's like in that same way that like Sesame street is like, Oh man, they really thought about this a yeah. lot before the first one happened. Cool. I would also like to read a book about that. Yeah, maybe Jill Lepore would do a book about Sesame Street. Uh, I'm currently reading a 5,000-page biography of the guy that built Central Park. So, Oh, cool. Called The Power Broker, which is just... Nice. Oh, my God, it's too much. <laughs> uh, it, it's breaking my mind. Anyway, uh, X-Force number 46 is out. Yep. And so is X-Men Red, which is historically one of the better titles Mm. for X-Men. And we've got probably another highlight of the week. I mean, for a certain demographic, this is going to be your favorite book of the week. Mm. Boombox's Zawa and the Belly of the Beast by Michael Dialinus. God, I can't pronounce that last name. Dialinus? 
Dialysis. D-A-D-I-A. Dialysis. Ugh, that's like a, it's like one of those Greek names that's really hard to pronounce. My brain can't wrap around it. You'd think that I'd be able to do that, but nope, can't do it. Sorry. Uh, but it's a great book. It's uh, it's definitely, you know, it falls into that kind of hot topic-y kind of thing. Yeah, you know, Molgoth. It's definitely got some Molgoth going on, but it's also fun Molgoth. I mean, yeah, it looks fun. I, I don't, I don't hold that in any kind of, uh, in any kind of disrespect. I actually like a lot of that stuff. I like Zim. I like a lot yeah. of the the Johnny the Homicidal Maniacs, even the Roman Dirge stuff. I enjoy. So uh, it definitely, if you like the Roman Dirge, Scotty Young type of thing, you're going to be totally into this. Uh, it is, yeah, ex- and. And actually, this feels weirdly because the the art style could have been Scotty Young or could have been any of those other people. I would have expected it to be more generic than it is, but I think no, it has heart. It has, it has like heart personality. And it, yeah, and it has its own thing, and it it has its own sense of place. You got personality, kid. Well, yeah, but you know, like like even like uh, I hate Fairyland. The like the locations aren't so important Mm. they're like ah we're in a gumdrop forest and i'm gonna stab you or whatever you know it's like this it's like you really kind of get a sense of the the location there's a lot of uh uh world building that went into this book and i think that they do a really good job of that uh yeah i love this book uh it's not not my style but i i really appreciate what they're doing totes and that's kind of the deal and that's it for the day Uh, well and also don't forget uh that there's new dc mangas uh, you got that Superman eating uh, ramen uh, number two, and you got my one of my favorite uh, is uh, Joker one Operation Joker num- volume two is out. Yeah. Uh, totally worth totally worth getting if you haven't. Absolutely. If you didn't get the first one, which you probably still have in stock, I I don't, so, I'm not yeah. sure, but it's the yeah. one where the Joker accidentally turns Batman into a baby and then like raises him in order to be able to make him an adult so that they can fight again. It's really really entertaining. I mean, it's no Superman eating ramen, but sure. It is not. And the cover of the Superman eating ramen is... Uh, Suggestive. Really? Uh, it's a cover and a half. It sure is. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, if you thought that if you thought that those two sort of next big level. dudes doing it, if you thought that those two chubby yeah. cubbies go- going at it was bad, it's literally check out Superman and ba- Batman. Batman riding on Superman's back, feeding him as they Suggestively. fly. Suggestively. It's weird. But the it one Operation weird. Joker, I really like. I think yep. it's good. They're, anyway. they're all really fun. And there's lots of trades and things. There's so many trades out this week. So just come in. Check out the website, coastcitycomics.com. Come to the store. Uh, buy things online. It helps us keep making the podcast. It helps us do all of the things. It helps us stay alive at a time when we're seeing shops close all the fuck yeah. over the place. Well, Everybody's, and you're also heading into winter, so it's a slow, May, yeah. Brutal. So I've, I've seen the orders. traffic in the store drop a little bit so over the last few so weeks. So. And it's and dark. Just in Portland in general, it's like it's it's slowing down. So uh, hit us up. We yeah. Can, we appreciate it. You don't even have to come in. You can buy it off the website. We have so much stuff on our website and we're working on more stuff now. Uh, people had been asking us for many years uh, because we used to sell magic cards by the singles in the store. We don't do that anymore because of logistics and all of that. But now you can get them on our website. We're putting our singles up on the oh, website wow. now. So there is a space for them. So you can order them online. If you're local, 
you can order them and pick them up here. We have some actually some really high test stuff up there. Uh, we actually have something like pretty. We have like a five hundred dollar card on the website right now. Whoa. So yeah, we have a Mox Diamond. But uh, yeah, we've got good good shit. Uh, we actually took our uh, I when I was cleaning out because we're moving the screen printing. I actually found our old Co-City's old rares binder that we had. 10 years ago when we were doing singles and I just handed it to Marshall and I was like you know magic cards here list them and also uh, a secret if you are a magic player uh, we don't want to fight with anybody over condition so we got a bunch of stuff up there that we're listing as heavily played it is not heavily played we just don't want to f- we don't want to have any arguments about this anymore so it's just like we're massively undergrading everything because i just i have a personal trauma with dealing with magic people so i just want to make sure that they get a good deal so that they leave me alone (laughs) yeah no i hear that i actually have some some trauma left over from when i used to work in a comic shop that sold magic singles it's really can be it, way more traumatic than you would expect. Yeah, it, it really is. It's uh, Unfortunately, magic is the bane of every comic shop. Uh, and it's... Uh, you know what? If you're listening to this, I can almost guarantee it's not you. But, <laughs> uh, but, the, but the thing is that the people... I mean, but those people... Nobody gets offended by this because anybody who plays magic has been to one of these events and knows the people that we're talking about that make your life a living hell. Mm. And so they, they're aware that these people exist and they are brutal. It is just dealing with them is horrific. So, you know, you just don't want to bring that upon yourself if at all possible. Um, and that's what we're doing. Go on the website, get them. Yeah, check it all out. Tons, tons of stuff. Tons of toys. Tons of new stuff. I'm, I'm every week. I'm getting better and better at listing back issues. We have so many older series, and we're starting to put weirder stuff up. I'm like going out of my way to put up things that you wouldn't expect. Uh, the site because like a normal comic shop, you're gonna go on and you're gonna find your normal Marvels and DCs. I'm putting up some now comics. We've Ooh. got some. We've got some comicos going up there. We've got some nice. weird stuff. I brought you some Ralph Snarts today. <laughs> I we one of the things. I mean, we're also kind of like trying to skew towards horror too. So like those trick or treat, the the Halloween comico. Oh. Do you remember that series? Yeah. It was really good. Uh, we put those up. Those all sold out the second I put them up. Honestly, cool. like it took like days before somebody found those and cleaned us out nice. uh, which was super cool and I was like oh well this rewards me for this kind of idea of putting up weird stuff nice. so I'm going to start putting up more weird stuff um, and and I'm excited about it you know like every time I see something where it was like oh I don't even remember this Silver Surfer miniseries I'll put it up and somebody will buy it and I'll be like yes that's great I'm so glad that like this is working for people so uh that makes me super happy and uh yeah so check it out go on a deep dive there's there's some really fun stuff on our website and uh and follow us at co city comics and at funbox monster podcast and at um actually comics those are all of our pod uh, all of our instagrams and uh you can find bob at dollar binge you can i have been sort of slow lately posting but, but uh, there's so he's already put up so much stuff though. Yeah, no, there's lots to look at. So much good stuff. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and that's it. We thank you so much for listening, and uh, I will also be 
sometime in the next year i'm starting my next kickstarter and it's going to be for something cool and we've talked about it you've heard it a million times but it's going to be awesome and so i'll spam you with it then uh but uh awesome thank you so much for listening and we will see you next week good night bye when does uh when does rad race come out of the song? She let me run in the